Uh, well, guys, as I've alluded to, I've, I've been out sick all week. I got the flu Tuesday. Uh, I'm here by doctor's orders. He said I was okay. I hadn't had fever for like three days. Uh, Tamiflu is the bomb. Um, so uh, that's what the week was like. And so somebody asked me, well, like, hey, how's, how's the message going to be? And I was like, I don't know. I know it's biblical. That's all I've got, okay? So they, like, what percentage? I was like, I might be at 70%. I'm not sure. Uh, there's not a lot of fluff in this. It's just kind of all meat. Um, and so here's where we've been. We've been, we've been doing this series, and we're really wrapping it up next Sunday. But, but this is, this is kind of the last step on the path. We've been saying, like, listen, there's a spiritual path for us, that we're not meant to wander around spiritually. Some of us feel that way. We do that a lot. We just kind of wander around spiritually, um, but we're not meant to. God has a path for us, and so that path begins um, for us when we receive Jesus, and that's just the beginning. It's not the end of our story, right? We receive Christ. We're going to heaven. We're done. No, we're meant to be transformed into his likeness, so we've been talking about how that happens, right, and uh, how, we, how we worship Jesus as, as Lord, and we worship him in community as a member of his church, uh, and, and then we, we've been you know, talking uh, about, about now how we serve. We, we've gone through discipleship and how we're changed into God's image. And so uh, then we begin this last little phase talking about the fact that we, our service begins in the church, y'all. It's where it starts, right? That God wanted the church to be a launching point for ministry outside the walls. And so then last week we looked at that next step, which is literally just outside the walls. It's in this neighborhood. And, and so this morning I want to take that, that final step and that's, that's service to our world, to our world. So I've got, I've got four things that I want to share with you. Um, I hope they don't surprise you. They shouldn't be surprising, but, but here they are. Um, actually, three things. Here we go. Number one, I, I want you to know that Jesus died so people of all nations could be reconciled to God. That Jesus died so people of all nations could be reconciled to God. Okay? And that shouldn't be surprising uh, yet sometimes it kind of shocks us, if we're honest. Uh, and, and I'll kind of talk about that a, a little bit. But uh, here's the verse that, that we um, hold up at football games and all those kind of things. John 3.16, um, the CSB version. My, my, my heart language when I talk about the Bible, y'all, is the NIV, right? For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son. So whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Uh, but CSB would put it this way. Uh, For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Y'all, we, we, we say that verse so much, but we forget what, what it actually says. God loved the world. He loved the whole world. He didn't love just one nation, uh, even though he, it all began by him choosing a nation for himself. But his plan was to use that nation to bless the whole world. The whole world. And, and, and sometimes, especially because we're Americans, uh, by golly, and, and we have a tenant, which isn't in the Bible, uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, I love you, um, America's not Israel. Um, and so, uh, like, we have this tendency to think, yes, yes, it's about us, it's about, listen, and, and man, I, I get that. And, and I think this comes, right, from, from, maybe it came from the Bible songs that you sang when you were a little kid, and there's some of them we don't sing anymore because the lyrics evidently are not PC, right? Um, but, but uh, you know, Jesus loves me. Right? That's where it began. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me. We still sing that one. That one's still accepted. Okay? So you can still sing that one to your kids. It's good. Uh, but there used to be another one we sang. Uh, and I didn't even grow up in church, y'all. And I remember this song. Jesus loves the little children. All the children of the world. And then there were colors there. We don't say those colors to talk about people's skin color anymore. We don't do that. 
but, but we stopped singing it, I think, because all of a sudden it was politically incorrect. And so I wanted to, let's bring it back. Um, we're gonna, we'll, we'll eliminate the colors. I'll help you out. Here's the verse you sing. Ready? Uh, every color, every race, all are covered by His grace. Jesus loves the little children of the world, right? We, we, at some point, uh, we, especially American Christians, have to radically embrace the fact that Jesus died for the world, right? Uh, that His Son, by the way, darker skin color than us, right? Uh, from what we would call the Middle East, uh, died on a cross, and that that gospel made its way over here to, to people that have uh, little different, uh, you know, skin tones. Um, but but that, that Jesus died for everyone, the Scripture says. If you want to see that God's intent is to reconcile all nations, just look at the Great Commission. We've been studying it. But maybe you overread the words there. Jesus said, go, therefore, and what? Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And surely I will be with you to the very end of the age. All right? And then, of course, if you were ever to take a peek at John's vision of heaven... In the book of Revelation, uh, John uh, writes this. He says, after this I looked, this is Revelation 7-9, and there was a vast multitude from every nation, tribe, people, and language, which no one could number. And they were standing before the throne and before the Lamb, and they were clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. Man, that's heaven, y'all. Jesus died for every tribe, for every tongue, for every nation that we might all be reconciled to God. So that's where we begin. If we're going to talk about serving our world, we have to start with that truth. Secondly, though, we have to understand that this has always been part of God's plan of redemption. It's not new. This has always been part of God's plan of redemption. I told you I would be in the book of Genesis chapter 12. And uh, I want to start by looking at the call of Abram. We know him as Abraham. God's speaking to him in Genesis 12 starting in verse 1. It says, The Lord said to Abram, I want you to go out from your land, from your relatives, from your father's house, to the land that I will show you. Haven't shown you yet. I will show you at some point. Here's the promise. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. Alright? Verse 3. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt. And here it is, the end of verse 3. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Which people? All the people on earth. I want to challenge whatever it is that in your flesh gets between you and your desire for every other nation to see Jesus. Because it's in there somewhere. I don't know if it's skin color. I don't know if it's trauma. I don't know uh, if it was 9-11. I don't, I, I, I don't know if it's upbringing. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I do know that it exists. 
Maybe it's just selfishness. Maybe it's just focus. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I want to I wanna shake that a little bit, that God's plan has always been to reach all of the nations and to use His people to do it. That's not a new thing. So from the beginning of time, God's plan was to send His Son Jesus to save sinners. Like, well then why would God even make us? Because He loves us. Because ultimately, he, he wanted to redeem us for His glory, for His namesake, right? This has always been part of His plan. Uh, Paul summarizes it like this in Galatians 3.8. He says, now the Scripture saw in advance that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. And, and it proclaimed the gospel ahead of time to Abraham, saying, all of the nations will be blessed through you. Paul says, that was the gospel, in advance, God came to Abram and said, this is the gospel plan. I'm going to use you to bless all nations. Right? That's part of the plan. And of course, we're about to study Advent here in, in two weeks, guys. We're just two weeks away from the beginning of Advent. What was the birth announcement? Anyone remember Luke 2? But the angel of the Lord said to them, don't be afraid. This is God's plan, Right? For look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all of the people. All the people. Jesus died for everyone, and that's always been part of the plan of God. So then the only question remains is then what is our role in it? What is our role in it? And that's the last thing I want to share with you. Ready? All believers are meant to play a role in this in this reaching of nations. All believers are meant to play a role in this reaching of nations, ready, through prayer, through giving, or through going. Through prayer, through giving, or through going. Alright? Doesn't mean that everyone will have an opportunity to go to some faraway nation, but everybody can pray. Right? Everyone can give something toward that end. And so I just want to talk about that for a second with you. Uh, if you could do one thing for missions in the world, what do you think the most important thing you could do would be? Some would say, well, let's go. I've got to go. No one will go. It's, I've, I've got to go. It's, I've got to go. That's the most important thing I could do. I've sent some people on mission trips that shouldn't have been on mission trips. So I'm going to tell you right now, it's not go. It's not the most important thing. So, well, what it, well, it's got to be Give. Got to have well-financed mission trips. You've got to be well-practiced and well-studied. I've seen that fail too. So let me tell you who does the heaviest work in missions. Ready? God. God. He says in his word, Ask, and I will give the nations to you as your inheritance. What's that first word? Ask. The Bible says that we don't have because we don't ask. Last week I asked you how many of you are praying for your neighbors on a regular basis. We were at about 3%. Did that change this week? Anybody pray for their neighbors last week? Any, did we have more than 3%? Y'all, I got to go back and preach last week's message now. I'm sorry. You're not going anywhere else. Here we go. Right? We, we, listen, it starts here. So like if we're not going to pray for our neighbors, there's no way we're praying for the nations. And here's the cool thing, that you do live in America, the nations have come to you, right? Every tribe, every tongue. Go to Austin, Texas, and drive around for about an hour, and you will see a multitude of nations before you. 
Every time you see it, every time you eat a food that ain't yours, go, oh Lord, there's somebody I should pray for. It's not hard, y'all. Anytime you're not eating something with gravy, pray. Alright? Pretty straightforward. Pray. Number one thing you can do is pray. Right? Secondly, you say, well, what next? Well, then you could give. And by the way, we, we do this as a church. We give. I'm going to talk to you in a second about why some of that's going to look different um, going to next year's budget. Um, but I, we'll, we'll, we'll just touch on that. But you can give. And so you can give um, to the North American Mission Board, which does missions here. Uh, you can give directly to the International Mission Board. I think it's one of the best investments you can make. Lottie Moon Christmas offering is coming up. So you can give directly to that. I think that's awesome. You can also give to people you know. Uh, Sunday night, we had one of our own. Uh, the Wilsons are members of the church. Philip Wilson, uh, who, who went on a... like He, he started um, by doing a, a nine-month uh, mission trip uh, right after his graduation. And, and he's gone all over the world, visited all kinds of countries. He is, he's moving full-time to Guatemala to be a missionary. Raising all of his own money. And so uh, if you'd like to, to support somebody from here uh, that's going to do great work uh, for the Lord. You, you can get in touch with Frank. You can call the office. We can give you, we'll, we'll hook you up with Philip and you say, you know what? I can't give a lot, but you know, maybe we can give 25 bucks a month to help that kid do that, right? So that he can go and minister the gospel, right? And you get to be a part of that so you can give, okay? I think it's great when you know the story where you're attached, but I tell you like, listen, IMB is great too, okay? Uh, and, th and then finally you can go and, and listen, you don't have to wait on us um, our church is in a little different season right now. And we are building foundations so that we can be this, right? So we've we got to get the base right. And here's how I would explain it to you. And, and uh, in a few weeks when we roll out our budget, you'll see our budget seems very Elgin focused. Hello, we're building a new church building to reach families in Elgin. We've got to be a little Elgin focused for a little bit. And here's how I explain it to you. Uh, I don't know if you've... I, we've had kids forever, as long as I can remember. I don't remember being married without children, okay? I mean, I know that there was a season of that, but I, f I feel like, I'm like, what did we ever do then? I don't, I, I don't I, like, what do we do if we didn't have laundry to do every single day? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, so, but, but, uh, but, but here's the deal. Uh, now that I have kids and I've had them forever, um, you have to be aware of things you never thought you had to be aware of. Amen? Parents, right? Um, anybody have a kid that, like, uh, just jumped off of things randomly and just believed that you would always catch them? Yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't deserve that kind of faith, but God bless him. Uh, Cole just believed in me his whole life uh, from an early age and would just climb. Daddy! And I would be across the room, and the dude is jumping. I'm like, whoa! Um, and save that kid from some serious trauma, you know? And so that's awesome. That's great. Uh, but we realize, you realize as a parent, one of the things you have to watch out for, you never thought you had to watch out for, is a dresser. Right? Right? You follow me? Because they pull out the drawers, they use them as steps... And uh, so now, we, now we're smart. We attach these things to walls because they fall over. Now, uh, praise God, none of my children have been killed by falling dressers. But we've had falling dressers in our house. I don't know if you've made it through that too. Uh, but we, we've been there. Um, so here's how I want to explain it as a church. Um, so if we say, listen, as a church, we, we want to be senders of people into the nations. And that is our goal. We, we absolutely want to. But I need you to think of that as the top drawer. And until we're solid in the base... We're going to fall over, right? If, if we overly, like, so we, we just know what the Lord, so we are investing heavily in Elgin right now. And, and listen, we're going to reach people for Christ. We're going to grow people up in Christ. And as we grow them up in Christ, we're going to send them out 
with the word of Christ into this neighborhood, into our community, and into our world. That is our goal. Okay, so I don't want you to question that. I just need you to know it's gonna, you're going to look at budget and say, well, it looks like we're, we're, we're changing our spending. Well, we are, and a little more of it is focused on Elgin right now because it's got to be because we've got to get strong in our base so that we can do these things. But you can still go. So you don't have to wait on us. Um, I'll tell you right now, our youth group will be sending kids on mission trips. It'll be part of what we do. Um, we're going we're gonna to have family mission trips. It's just going to be part of what we do. Whether that's for juniors and seniors only, we'll talk about those kind of things, but it, but it is in our plans. Um, we we want to we see church trips. Like, you guys don't have to wait on us. Uh, some, some of you want to do disaster relief. That's cool. Uh, man, contact us. We'll contact you with everybody else that says, I want to do disaster relief, and you can run that. That's awesome. That'll be great. And, and you can help us put together a disaster relief. But, but listen, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be what the Lord calls you to do. And we're going to be here to help equip it. So it's coming, okay? You're talking to people that have a heart for the nations. Like we'd love, we, we're dying to get back into Africa again. We just don't know when the, uh, the Lord's going to open that door. So, so those things are coming. So I just want to say that to you. So um, that's how we do it. So uh, here's where we are on this little map um, we've been talking about, right? Um, the, the big map is there. You can't see it. So we'll just go to the, the one that you can see. So this looks like the last step. But it's not. Right? Because it's a continual process. Because we all, on a consistent basis, forget to worship Jesus as Lord. And we just go through motions. And we, we get out of community. And we need to get back in it. And you, you see what I'm saying? So it's constant. But this is where we want to end up. So what do we do? And I'll, I'll walk you through this and I'll let you go. Okay? Four things uh, application-wise. Number one, uh, number one is no. Uh, y- you got to know Jesus, right? Y- you personally have to know Christ. And uh, we've been preaching Christ here for the last 10 weeks in a row. Almost every week, one of the application points was accept Christ. Give your life to Christ. Uh, we, we, had, we had four baptisms this morning. Why? Because Christ is where it all begins. And without Christ, I, I love you, but without Christ, you will stand before God on your own and you'll have to answer and, and, and you'll be the one that has to bear his wrath. Jesus has already done that. Don't, don't, don't then go, no, I want it back. I want the wrath of God back. No, let him drink it down for you. He's paid the price that you, that you should have paid, right? All you have to do is believe in him. The Bible says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if you're here this morning, and, and you have been feeling like there's some giant hole in your life, that something is just not right, that nothing seems to work, that nothing's clicking, that uh, like you're, you're just something is missing. I'm going to tell you what's missing. The Bible says that God has placed eternity in the hearts of men. That what you're looking for, all those things that you've tried to fill that void in your life, it'll never be filled because what your heart longs for is the God who made you and created you. And he loves you so much, he's pursued you. And he sent his one and only son to pay for your sin. And yeah, I love you enough to call you a sinner. You are. So am I. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every single one of us have thought things that we shouldn't, said things that we shouldn't, done things that we shouldn't. And there's a lot of things we should have done that we haven't. Right? Like we all sin. We could keep it to the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. Uh, Failed that one. And love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, we suck at that too. Right? And by those two commandments, we're all sinners. And the Bible says the wages of that sin is death. It's eternal separation from God. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Right? And that's what we deserve. But Christ, even while we were still sinners, 
gave his life for us. He died on the cross for us. And anyone who believes in that, anyone who receives him, will be saved. Like, that's the goal. So we, we start there with knowing Christ, okay? Second, um, by the way, if you haven't done that, come talk to us today. Just where you are. Say, Jesus, save me. He'll do that. Second, once people come to know Christ, they've got to grow in Christ, okay? That's the goal, what we've talked about. This whole thing's about discipleship. We spent 10 weeks now talking about discipleship. Why are we talking about discipleship so much? Because it's kind of the big deal, right? Because like that's the great commission, right? right? Like go and make what? Disciples. Like that's the goal. People that are lost, people that are far away, they're brought near through the blood of Christ, they become believers, and then they get taught about Christ. And, and you raise them up in Christ, and, and, and you bring them to a level of maturity so that they can go out and do the things for Christ they're called to do. Y'all, even the Apostle Paul had a training period. Did you know that? Paul was one of the, like he was, he was, he was more of an Old Testament scholar than any of us in this room today uh, as a Jew. But when he came to faith in Christ, he still submitted himself to the teaching of the apostles for a period before he ever went out and did anything else. He had to grow in his knowledge of Jesus. So do you. And so some of you are like, well, I want to go out, I want to go out, I want to go out. I want you to go out too, but I want you to go out knowing who Christ is. So you've got to grow. Uh, third, you've got to go. You've got to go. And, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, just like I told you last week, some of you want to go out in the neighborhood, but you're not willing to do the dirty work in the church yet. So you can't go to the neighborhood because you won't do the dirty work in the church yet. Some of you want to go out into the world. Like, I want to go out in the world. I want to go do the dirty stuff. That's awesome, right? But you got to do the dirty stuff in your neighborhood, right? And so, like, listen, we're, we're going to start where we are. If you are not making disciples where you are, what makes you think you'll go do that in a foreign nation? Right? If you can't share Christ with somebody that you know their first name and you speak their language... What makes you think that you'll magically go make, make disciples and you'll bring people to Jesus when you don't speak their language, you don't know their name, and you don't know how to get anywhere you're going, right? It's, it's not magic, right? When you, when you end up, I've, I've got a friend that loves going to Africa. He doesn't, eat, like we stayed in places, now listen, we had water. When we say it was running water, it was actually pumped water to the top of a building, uh, pumped water, you didn't open your mouth either, it was not clean water, but it was pumped to the top of a building, and then, and then by gravity it would come through, and they had electricity uh, where we stayed when it was on, and, and, then, and then the shower head, that always made me feel really good, that had water coming out of it, was plugged into a wall outlet right there, and I thought, I'm never grabbing that, I'm gone. Right? If I touch that, it's over. But it would, it would get heated sometimes. So we actually had hot water uh, most days. Um, we did have one day somebody forgot to pump it up. And so all you had was the little foot faucet that was ice cold. And um, we're in a little place. Going, oh, oh, oh. If you a spit bath with the coldest water that's not necessarily clean on earth, it was awesome. Um, but I've got a friend. like That's, 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 that's like glamping in... In Africa, I've got a friend. They like to go in into the bush, and they go into the bush and sleep in hammocks where there's lions and like in mosquito nets and like and they're 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 doing that. And like some of y'all, I love you, but you live in Texas and like you're dead in the, in the summer. I don't even see y'all. Like I don't even go outside. It's too hot. I mean that begins in like March, right? In March you're done. 
Yeah. Okay, so, so you gotta, you, you got to start where you are. Okay, so you got to go. Guys, our challenge, we're going to say it over and over and over. First, we want you serving in the church. That's the first place to serve. Serve in the church. Find a place. And listen, not just the stuff you want to do. Okay? Our, our, you, pastor, what's your goal for us in the church? Here's our goal for everybody. Wherever you need us, Pastor, that's the goal. That's the goal. You need diapers. You need toilets. You want me to sweep the floor? I'm on it. Like, what do you need us to do? We're in it. Wherever you need us to go, that's my desire is to serve Christ in His church no matter what. Use me. Like, that's where we go. Right? And we take that attitude into our neighborhood, right? And we go to EISD and we say, you know what? Hey, what do you need? Do you need somebody to scrub the toilets? Do you need somebody to read to the kids? Do you need somebody to clean the buses? What do you need? Man, I'm, I'm in it. Let's go, right? And we go to the city of Elgin and we say, what do you need? Right? Is it the park that has trash everywhere? We'll clean up the trash. What, what do you need? Because we are a people that are not about what we want. We're a people that follow the role of Jesus who considered himself to be nothing even though he was God. And so we take a low seat and we say, what do you need? And when you love your community like that, they go, what is up with these people? They're different. And then when those people go into the world all over. And they show up in other countries not going, hey, look at me, I'm an American, I'm great. But they show up and they don't care about getting dirty. And they just show up on a scene and they go, what do you need? Man, people take note of those kind of people. Right? Our goal is to raise up those kind of people. That's the goal. So we want you to go. Right? Lastly, I would just say this to you. So we want you to give. Uh, I, I missed our budgetary meeting um, because of the flu, which is great. We had trouble getting it together. I was like, hey, here's what I think we need to do. I get a call back. They're like, well, this is what we're going to do. <coughs> it was pretty close. Um, and, and, and the response, somebody said, well, you just get tell people to give unabashedly, Pastor. What we're doing, what we feel like God's calling us to do, it's just going to take giving. It just is. It's going to take us going, you know what? This is more important than fill in the blank. And we're all in. And guys, if we're all in, God's going to bless it. God's going to be in it. And so I want to challenge you to give. Um, we're entering, uh, December's coming up. You don't have to wait till December to give to Lottie Moon. You can go on to IMB's website. You could give today to IMB. You could do that. Like I said, if you want to give uh, money towards Philip Wilson, you, you, can, you can give that to the church. You can give me a check and put in the memo line, Philip Wilson. We'll get it to Philip Wilson. Um, we'll, we'll get that where it goes. Um, but we're going we're gonna to prioritize those things, okay? Like I said, you're going to look at our budget and you may say, Pastor, how could you preach that? And then you look at our budget and you're going to think we're, we're, we're cutting back on some of our, our giving, right? We're not. We're just we're building the foundation. So we're going to have to shuffle some things around, but we're still giving. Uh, the church gives away money too, all right? So, so we're still doing that, but we're, we're going we're gonna to build this base first so that we can be these people that we talk about. Does that make sense? Is it good? All right? Everybody still awake? Okay, awesome. So pray with me. This is as long as I've stood up in, in five days. Okay, Lord Jesus, thanks for loving us. Thanks for meeting with us. We love you. Pray that you would help us be these people. That's what we want. God, we need to be these people. Lord, we love you. It's in your name that we pray these things.
Amen, amen, amen.